Hello everyone, this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio and today is going to be a shorter episode. It's one of my quick thoughts ones. Um, I can't words. I really can't words. <coughs> um, and also sorry if it sounds weird um, doing this on Bluetooth headphones while I'm upstairs. Uh, not too long ago I had a mini anxiety attack which is always a good time. Uh, so came upstairs to play some Assassin's Creed, uh, busted out my PS3 for the first time a couple weeks ago in years, um, and it's just a fun, absorbing game that gets you out of your head. Um, anyways, part of the idea of this, as I've done in previous episodes, is to repurpose some of that energy you get when you get anxious and when you have an attack, so I'm trying to put it to good use. Um, so... The quick thoughts are going to be about a trailer and a movie that was released not too uh, not too long ago. Although, oh my gosh, it's been going on two months, which is just insane. Um, the trailer came out like last week, so that one's closer. Uh, so the movie I'm talking about is Wonder Woman 84. And uh, I can sum it up quickly in... I'm not going to lie, homies, it's not good, <laughs> and then just be done, <laughs> um, to the point that I had actually planned on doing that as a Patreon-exclusive episode, just as a, a 30-second joke between me and my patrons, where the intro theme would be longer than the actual episode. Um, but yeah, it's it's not, it's, it's not good. Uh, it's pretty bad. Um, it's not one that I'd want to buy. Now... I'll also say now, and this is an indictment against DC, it's not DC's worst film in their DCEU. Um, I know some and, ha and have friends who would say, like, no, this is the worst one. And I'll still disagree, fam. Uh, Batman vs. Superman is still worse. It is much more disappointing than Wonder Woman 84. Um... Suicide Squad is still the worst uh, DC live action in their DCEU movies. Um, Shazam is still the best. Um, I'm very curious and excited, to a degree, about The Suicide Squad. Um, I'll try saying that again. The Suicide Squad, um, which will be directed by James Gunn. So I think this is the that's the right kind of fit. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman 84 was a mess. Um, and I might do another episode later, um, with some friends about what would have made this better or what our pitch for Wonder Woman 84 would have been, but I'll tell you now, homies, it's, it's not this, it's not what it was. Um, to get the good out of the way... Um, I know it's not Kristen Stewart. I just can't remember the actress's name, but she's of SNL fame. She played Cheetah. She did a great job. And not Cheetah, the character herself, because that was a mess and we'll get to that. Um, but the character of Barbara, I think, um, she was, she was great in the, in the early half of the movie, um, there's a lot of tropes where it's like, oh, she's the scientist and she can't walk on, 
she can't walk on heels and nobody sees her and people literally crap all over her like the woman who interviewed her several times forgot entirely who she was um but she played that to perfection like you you felt for her character um so when she started becoming friends with diana you were like oh my gosh yes like she's been crapped on and now she's at least getting something that that's sweet um Pedro Pascal of the Mandalorian of the Mandalorian fame. Uh, I think this he steals the show. Uh, he is outstanding in this movie. And there's points where you're like, this should be bad. Like this is this is overacting and this objectively should be terrible. But even in his in his overacting, Pedro Pascal like makes it work. He knocks it out of the park. It's insane. Uh, you're like, this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> he shouldn't be this good in overacting. What is going on? Um, but he is, and it's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Um, and uh, Gal Gadot, I think, does another great job, even though, like, she, she does great. Um, I know others, others disagree, They'll take issue with her performance, but I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't, I, I don't fully see the criticisms. Um, and to give this movie credit, uh, at least, okay, one of my biggest criticisms of uh, Captain Marvel was it didn't give the chance of Captain the the character of Captain Marvel to actually feel anything um when stuff happens she didn't respond uh emotionally to it at all for whatever reason and i'm like that that's crap because any character any character would respond emotionally and actually have a reaction to stuff that's going on they actually allowed diana to do that they allowed uh gal gadot to do that and i thought she did well i'm not saying she's meryl streep in terms of acting but i i don't have the beef with her performance that that other people do i think she's i think she's doing a, a good job uh chris pine showing back up man that dude's always awesome just just give us more chris pine um and he is he is wonderful as steve trevor um that's the compliments i can kind of i can kind of pay the movie actually no i'll, I'll give some others uh there's some particular scenes that are really, really well acted and well done. Um, two in particular, when Steve is, when Diana is realizing like people have to give back their wishes because wishing um, it's really dumb and long and convoluted and everything. Because um, somehow it gets the world they didn't develop it well. Um, Steve's like, look, you you have to wish me back. And she's like not willing to do it, and there—it's this great emotional conversation. And then the the goodbye of Steve and Diana is also just very incredibly well acted, and the, those scenes are highlights. Um, but that's—I'll say that's about it. Um, the first chunk of the movie is this flashback that what? <laughs> just just what um it goes on and on it's this race it 
kind of comes into the movie at the end. Kind of. It's it's just like, all right, we want to go back to, uh, I want to say Athens. Um, it's not that. <laughs> I just can't remember the name of her uh, her Paradise Island. Um, but they they just spend like a good 19 minutes there for something that's, uh, it's just, uh, why were we there that whole time? <laughs> Uh, and then the, the other kind of thing with it is, um, yeah, it's just a lot of wasted stuff. Like, I know my thoughts are scattered, but it's, it's cause it's a scattered movie. It's, it's not good. <laughs> uh, and it could have been so much better. Like, that's the, that's the thing. That's the, you can see at points where a good movie is in there. Um, like a, a whole thing with it is, well, Diana's Diana's lonely, uh, and she talks about it a little bit, but they don't actually build on that. And something from Wonder Woman lore is because she left, she is banished. So I I don't get why they didn't show that. Uh, you could have shown her like going back to Themyscira. There we go. Um, but then being banished, and then they can show the loneliness. Um, they can show that, and it would also explain, like, why she misses Steve, this person she connected with so much. Because uh, an ongoing criticism, and I think a fair one, is that um, she... It's like, hey, she really misses this dude that she clearly had feelings for, that she knew for, like, a week or two weeks... 70 years ago um yeah they didn't they didn't oh, they didn't expand on that enough um yeah okay so I, I think another big fair criticism here is part of the thing with the wishes um that they unlock is like everybody wishes for something but it's at the cost of something like you lose something and you don't know what you're going to lose in order to gain it. So, like, someone wishes for a million dollars. And they get it. But then the cops show up, like, five minutes later, and it's like, well, you embezzled this money. You stole it from somewhere else. Uh, so this person got arrested. And just that kind of thing. Um, and so it's weird. Everybody else is just straight up comes true. Diana just kind of wishes Steve would be back because she misses her love. Uh, so he comes back, but it's like his consciousness, his his personality, almost his soul, is riding another person's body. So everybody else sees just this other dude, but she sees Steve. And then they get intimate, and that's just so weird. And raises just way too many questions. Questions that... Like, we're in a day and age where we rightfully focus a lot on um, consent and other things. And, yeah. I don't think they thought the implications of that seen through very well. Moving on. <laughs> Just move it on. Um, the tone of the movie is really inconsistent. Like, 
at the beginning, they have a thing where she, Wonder Woman, stops a robbery in a mall, and it's it's done in a wacky doodle kind of way. Like she she punches a guy away and he flies through a drum, and then he's like trapped in the rim, and it just spins around, and you're like, what? It's like we we stepped into a kids movie. Uh, but then later in the movie, I can't remember what country they're in. But there's, like, an intense explosion where civilians die and Wonder Woman just has to last moment save this child. That's very inconsistent in tone. You're like, what? <laughs> I wish I had that, that Christian sound effect. Um, it, it just, what? <laughs> uh, also, in this movie, we get the invisible jet. It's dumb. The Invisible Jet, to me, was always dumb. Uh, it was one of those things where I'm like, even in comic books, this is dumb. Uh, but then, in movie, it's it's really dumb. And she's just like, alright, well, you fly this thing, and they have radar, and I can't explain to you, Steve Trevor, what radar is. Um, also, Steve Trevor, who flew fighter planes in World War One, can no problem... Fly a uh, 1984 jet. What? Uh, the excellent YouTube series Pitch Meeting, um, which I highly recommend you check out the Pitch Meeting for this video, um, but then also just the whole series. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> the producer who's talking to the writer is like, what? Yeah, how can I? And it's like, well, a plane's a plane. He's like, yeah, but there's... Are you saying a plane isn't a plane? And that just seems like <laughs> um, But then she's like, hey, uh, I tried this thing once where I've been learning stuff I can do, and I can, I can kind of turn it invisible. Like, no preface. Again, this is something you can <laughs> in the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, the movie is the movie's just a mess. I really don't know what happened. Um, and then, okay, so yeah, the cheetah thing. Um, it just, the CGI doesn't look good it just doesn't look good uh and then they they lean into um okay we're gonna do it at night so we can cover up how good it doesn't look um and then we're gonna have her blend into the area um because she's she's a predator and then she can strike and blah 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 but it just it it really doesn't look good and you know that it's being done in that setting too to camouflage it. Um, also, the <laughs> the pitch meeting pointed out she just she just wished she could become a predator. And the joke was like, what what if she became a killer whale instead? And someone's like, uh, the writer was like, well, nobody wants that. And I was like, I beg to differ. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that would have made the movie infinitely better if I just had to fight a giant killer whale. Uh, and then also, to stop Maxwell Lord from, uh, who's Pedro Pascal's character, from pouring through that television or something, um, imploring everybody to wish, he puts up this energy field around her, uh, around himself that the lasso of truth can't get through, until it can, it's like she tries twice and then somehow gets it through the third time, <laughs> it's just, it's really bad. And then it suddenly looks like a Hallmark movie and ends at Christmas with Diana moving on and all that. And it's just, 
It's not good, homies. It's it's a mess. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's not good. Um, I'm hoping better for Wonder Woman three. Uh, okay, let's just move on to something good. Uh, the trailer I wanted to talk about is, I think, unsurprisingly to anyone who who knows me, um, we got the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong, and homies, I am I am stoked for this movie. Um, I am really stoked for this movie. It's like I think we know what it is, and and that's the thing. If we're expecting a lot of uh like serious deep allegory kind of thing like what you get in uh in godzilla the original gojira or shin godzilla this ain't it fam um but this looks like a giant fun monster romp like watching the trailer i'm like all right yeah i'm in and then we get the shot of kong just punching godzilla in the face and like body trucking it off a boat yeah yeah, I'm in. If I can, I want to see this in a socially distanced theater, because this looks perfect for the big screen. Um, and that's all I can say. This just looks like a really fun time. It looks like a giant fun popcorn flick, and there's room for those, and a bunch of Godzilla movies have been those. Um, I know some in the kaiju fan community are upset that it's not serious or whatever, and they're like, I'm just looking forward to this franchise being done. And, I mean, yeah, art's subjective. You can enjoy, I can get that you don't enjoy this take or whatever, but on the other hand, I'm like, this is just giant fun, man. I don't want it to be done. I want this to keep going. <laughs> so, I can't, I can't stress enough. I'm staying away from spoilers. There's a bunch of fun theories, because um, the trailer makes it look like Godzilla's the villain in this which he hasn't been for the past two movies. Uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters, ended with um, that eco-terrorist group having stuff to do with uh, having the lost head of Ghidorah. So one of the prevailing theories is that Mechagodzilla's in this, um, and I wonder if you're, they're using the, uh, the Ghidorah somehow to have, like, a bio-suit on top of Mechagodzilla. Um, and then they're doing all this evil stuff to, like, hey, we want Kong to kill Godzilla kind of thing. And that could be a cool nod to uh, King Ghidorah's original appearance. Uh, sorry, uh, Mechagodzilla's original appearance, because he started as an alien who looked exactly like Godzilla, but then Godzilla showed up and battled him, and then slowly the suit was stripped away, and then you're like, oh, snap, it's a Mechagodzilla. And it was awesome. Uh, so I, I hope that's... I kind of hope something like that happens here. And I'm, I'm just... I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's kind of it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, sorry again for the sound. Um, if it's different or not as good as normal. Uh, and if it's better, let me know. Because then I, I need to step up my game. Uh, all that being said, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Stay safe. And God bless, my friends. Take care. Peace. Actually, wait. Uh, sorry. I'm going to ask for prayer. I am, uh, I'll be honest with you, homies. I am currently job hunting. Um, so I could, I would appreciate some prayer on that. So if you're, uh, if you're praying, please keep me in your prayers for that. All right. Thanks, homies. Hope you have a wonderful day and God bless. Peace.